0: Chapter number 30. Proverbs chapter number 30. If you've got a Schofield Bible, that's page 694. If you don't, come see me. I'll give you a good Bible. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'll give you a good Bible. King James, Schofield Bible, 694. And if you find your place, Proverbs chapter 30. Now, just a moment, I'm going to have you stand, but let me give you what we did last week. We We looked... Well, let's just go ahead and stand and read. Let's go ahead and stand and read right now. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 24. Let's read verse 24 together. Are we ready? There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. Did you note... Did you note that? Exceeding wise. The ants are people, not strong yet they prepared their meat in the summer. The conies. let me just stop by right here. Some of our brilliant, brilliant men, just absolutely brilliant, said, Pastor, I know where those are at. They're down in amen? It's not the ones there. God help us. It's our future. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet go they forth, all of them by bands. The spider taketh hold with her hands, and is in the king's palaces. You need not turn there, but we'll read you one more verse in Psalms one hundred four eighteen. The high hills are a refuge for the wild goats, and the rock for the colonies. Let's go to the throne of grace. Josh, you pray. Amen. You'll be seated. We began last Sunday night on this stall. God's four amazing little evangelists. We looked last week, and you remember we, we talked about that if you were to go on a hunting safari, you would hear a term called the big five. Of course, talking about the lion, the elephant, the rhino, and these animals that have such a prestige about them. We we looked and said, you know, if God was going to to reveal Himself and His great wisdom, surely He would use the majesty of a lion or, or the great strength of the rhino or the largeness of the elephant. But God just being God does things in an unusual way at, at times, and God bypasses all of those. He bypasses the. The speed of the leopard, he bypasses the, the the rabbits, the squirrels, he bypasses the the foxes, the wolves, he bypasses all of them, and takes us over to a hill and says, "Look right there, look right there, and you'll see great exceeding wisdom." And he tells us, and we looked last right week and said, "The wisdom." the air was this he what? He what? Prepared. See some of you got to get it so the rest of them can remember. He what? Prepared. He prepared. Winter's coming. The Bible says he prepared in the summer because the winter is a coming. I love that. He discards his past. He doesn't, He doesn't go back to the past and say you know man you know, last week I didn't find anything and gives up. Oh, no, no. He's always reaching forward to that ahead and he's always working towards the front. Number two, he ignores his present while everybody else is playing in the summer. He's preparing. He's making plans because winter's coming. We looked how that, those four stages of seasons represents life, spring, births, uh, summer, uh, youth, fall, old age, and of course winter being death. So how, how he makes the preparation for those things. And so last week we looked at the wisdom of the ant. Well, tonight we want to look at the wisdom of the conies. Now the conies were a, a little bigger than a rodent and somewhat kin to the rabbit. They're sometimes called a rock badger. Um uh, but the problem is they they they're not like the rabbit because they can't run. And uh they, they're they're a lot like a a mole, but the problem there is moles dig, they can dig into the earth and so the conies can't dig. So even though they're much like the rabbit and the and the mole, they can't run and they can't dig. As a matter of fact, you'll find that they are um, somewhat um, the 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 skeletal structure is very 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 fragile, if you will. And so to not, but so what is the wisdom? That this animal, he, he looks like a rabbit, but he can't run. He looks like a mole, but he can't dig. So what wisdom is he going to teach me? Well, the wisdom that the colony teaches is this. Is position. He positions himself. He positions himself in a wonderful, wonderful place. He positions himself at the rocks he positions himself around the rocks he keeps himself around the rocks and the wisdom he wants to teach you is this is the position positioning yourself now understanding this number one don't miss this he has to understand himself notice what the Bible says But the conies are but a feeble folk. The word feeble means strengthless. Has the ideal of being impotent or sick without strength, defenseless. I said earlier, one of the things about the conies is, as a matter of fact, that they're very easily broken. They're very fragile. Their bone structure is very, very fragile and they're very defenseless to almost any prey in the forest I thought it was interesting the vultures love colonies they love those things and they look for them and the Bible says oh to understand the wisdom of the colony number one you got to understand yourself and that is the five. The Conies are but a feeble folk. You have to understand your weakness. Second Corinthians twelve ten. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. I love this in Isaiah chapter fifty uh, chapter ten. And it begins in verse number 5 and goes through 19, but I'm not going to read all of those. Assyria become an instrument that God used. And Assyria got very proud about their strength. And notice verse 12. Wherefore it shall come to pass, that when the Lord hath performed His whole work upon Mount Zion and on Jerusalem, I will punish the fruit of the stout heart, by the king of Assyria and the glory of his high looks they said by the strength of my hand have I done it and by my wisdom for I am prudent I removed the bounds of the people and I have robbed their treasures and I put down the inhabitants like a valiant man verse 16 listen to what God said therefore shall the Lord the Lord of hosts send among his that ones leanness and under his glory shall kindle a burning like the burning of a fire and the light of Israel should be for a fire, and his holy one for a flame. He shall burn, devour his thorns, his briars in one day. He shall consume the glory of his forest, and his fruitful field, both soul and body. And they shall be as when the standard bearer fainteth. And the rest of the trees of his forest shall be few, and that a child may rot them. him. Here's what he said. He said, because he's a bracken about his strength, I'm going to bring him down. Folks, we need to understand something tonight. We are, we are much more fragile than we think we are. Amen? Here tonight, we serve a living Savior. Amen? We serve a God that's, that's, that's alive and everything is all right in my Father's house. The Russians are going to battle. They're going to, they, it's going to be a mess. But God's still on the throne. He didn't have to take Xanax. He didn't have to take a, he didn't have to take a pill. He didn't have to take a nerve pill today. Everything's all right in my Father's house. And our Father, our God, lives here tonight. The encouragement of friends and the encouragement of facts. How do you get them facts? Being here tonight, being here this morning. We talked about some things shaken to get to some things that's never shaken. Here tonight, how do you get encouragement? By being here. By being here. And may I say, Thomas said, My Lord and my God. Is He your Lord? Is He your God? Is He your Lord? Is He your God? Let's all stand there. In an unreal world, Being real in an unreal world. The call of the Bible is for Christians to be real. Oh, how we need to be light in the darkness rather than mirrors reflecting the world. Daniel, if he was anything, he was real. As a matter of fact, you're going to find that uh, he, there's, no, there's no record of God. Am I loud to you or is it just loud to me? Is it good for y'all? Then maybe it's just me. I'm here well, and I clean my ears good or something. And, uh, but Daniel was very real. One of the things that you're going to find is that God does never, God does, puts no statement of correction to Daniel in the Word of God. It is amazing, though, how quickly we see the unseen desires of Satan to possess this realness. We have to understand that we have an enemy and he wants to possess that realness that's in this world today. Romans 12, 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Conform means to fashion or in the same pattern. J. B. Phillips said, Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. I like that. But it's almost immediately as soon as they got to Babylon, the first thing that they started doing was to change who, what, They were. Daniel chapter 1 and verse 3, the Bible says that the king appointed some things. And these appointments were made by design. There was no haphazardness about this. Everything was by design. And the enemy's purpose in every action he does is that he's got a design in what he wants to do. Well, what was behind this king's appointments? Well, number one, the devil desired to attain the best. Don't miss this. All through in this passage here, he said, we want the children of no blemish, well favored, skillful in wisdom. We want the most talented. We want the best singers. We want the best looking. We want the best ta- we want the best ability. We want the best minds that there is. Do not miss this. Satan still wants the best there is. He still desires the talented. He still desires, and what we must understand is this. He is willing to pay whatever price, whatever price to get that. He does not mind them making millions of dollars in a lifetime if they, if they waste the talent and wind up in hell lost. He does not bother him one bit. He really doesn't. I'm amazed at some of the greatest singers in the world that, that God has given a God-given talent. It is amazing how many of them started in church somewhere. I was telling you this the other day, I was talking to one of our young people, Elvis Presley. He got this strange look on their face. Like, and finally they said, Well, who's that? You know, they had to, I, I thought everybody knew who that was. Elvis Presley started singing in church. And yet he sold that talent. He prostituted, if you will, the talent that God has given. But isn't it amazing who the Lord seeks? I was, I was caught up with that. It's just amazing. The Bible says in Luke 722, and Jesus answered and said to them, go your way. Tell John what things you've seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the death hear. Luke fourteen thirteen he said, When thou makest a feast call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind. Isn't it amazing? The devil takes the very best talented, destroys them. God takes the lowest, the blind, the maimed, the poor, and he lifts him up to drink Isn't that amazing how God does that? I stand amazed at that. But that does something else for me. It may not do nothing for you, but when God found me, I was broke as a convict. I had two nickels rubbed together. And uh, I told you before, we were poor. We just didn't know it. And uh, I mean, But if we'd had to buy our way in, we'd, I'd be in trouble. Amen. And so I'm glad he comes after the poor. Not only that, he appointed their education. There is a statement made by the Jew, Jesuit maxim that says this, Give me the child until he's seven, and I'll give you the man. Give me the child until he's seven. And I will give you the man. That's the reason we are are working in labor now in this patch club. Give us your children until they're seven. We give you the man. Because if we don't get them before they're seven and eight and nine, you're not going to get them for the most part. No devil seeks their appetites. He appointed the participation. Don't miss this. I, I can almost imagine. Verse five. He said he appointed them a, a, a portion of the king's meat and the wine. And can you hear him say? You know, just one time, Daniel won't hurt anything. Everybody else is doing it. You know, uh, one affair won't hurt anything. Just go ahead. And then, amazing, I wonder so many times in Second Timothy, four ten. For Demas hath forsaken me loving this present world, I wonder where that started. I wonder when that started. When did the devil seduce him with a diet of entertainment and pleasure and popular opinion and liberal ideology and social media? When, when, When did the devil get him? I mean, we got the, the end results, but he, he got him somewhere in that. Proverb writer said 23, 23 2 said this, and put a knife to thy throat if thou be a man given to appetite. Whoa. Then the devil sticks their autograph. In other words, he appointed their identification, changed their name. And, uh, uh, and we looked at this last week Daniel God is my judge become Belshazzar Baal protect the king Hananiah the Lord is gracious become Shadrach command of a Aku which was a Sumerian son God Michelle, who is like the Lord Meshach who is what a coup is? In other words, he just, uh, he, he just following along after the other God. Amen. Azariah the Lord is my helper, a bendigo servant of Nebo, a Babylonian God. So, in the midst of all of this, Daniel and his buddies were dumped in. Four young men. Now, they were thousands of young men taken to Babylon, but I want you to know. These four stood out, and it was in this kind of world that they were cast in to be real. What makes a Christian real? Seven things, if you are listening in a hurry, I'll give them to you in a hurry. Number one, when your morality is not determined by your location when your morality is not determined by your location. The Bible says in the king's bacon, Aspenaz, the master of the eunuchs, they should bring certain of the children of Israel, of the king's seed and the princes. They're in Babylon, and uh, by all accounts, Daniel will never see home ever again. Their entire surroundings was wicked. No parents, no preacher, no Sunday school teacher in one of the most wickedest worlds that there ever was. And if their morality is determined by their location, I want you to know they're in a mess. But I love this. It wasn't. I wonder, do you behave one way at church and another way at home? Do you behave one way at church but another way at work? Do you behave one way at church but another way when you're in school? If I went to your best friend and said, How godly is that person? Would I be shocked to say, How godly? Are you kidding? See, you're not real. It's not real. See, when our morality changes according to location, I love this. A story was told of a deacon. He was, he was teaching some young boys class and asked the question, why do people call me a Christian? And after a short pause, and nobody gave an answer, you know how boys are just looking just kind of dumb and just looked at him. And after a short pause, they, and one of them finally got their nerves, stood up and says, because they don't know you? 2 Kings chapter 8, 12, there was a man by the name of Hazel. He went to see the man of God. And while he's there, the man of God begins to stare at him. And he just begins to weep. And and, uh, Hazel said, Why weepeth my Lord? And he answered, Because I know the evil that thou wilt do unto the children of Israel. Their strongholds will I set on fire. Their young men will I slay with a sword. Will dash their children, rip up their women with with childhood. Hazel said, what is our servant, a dog? What the man of God said, son, I I know who you are. And he said, when you get back, you're going to kill the king. You're going to become the king. And you're going to be wicked to no end. When our morality... Is not determined by location. You're real. Number two, what makes a real Christian? When you do right, when your greatest desires are taken away. Verse number three, you're going to find, the Bible says, the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs. One of the practices, when they would bring young men into slavery and and uh, uh, just so I don't bash you or me, either one they were fixed to where they could never have children. If you need any more information in that, come see me after I'm done, and I'll explain it to you. They were literally fixed to where they could never have children. They would never marry. They the the they would never know a, a family. And literally, now one of the reasons they did that was the king was always fearful of being in danger, put being put in danger. And so he he they were fixed. They were called eunuchs. And they served the king. His greatest desire. Don't you reckon Daniel had desires like everybody else? Don't you think that Daniel thought, well, one day I I want a wife that loves Jesus and loves God? I want me some children. I can bring up a loving God. No doubt he had some some dreams. No doubt he had some dreams that that he wouldn't see fulfilled. But, But the day came when all of his desires were dashed. But I love this. He made right decisions. He made right decisions. He did right. He just did right. When all of his greatest desires were taken away. I'm weary with Christians that are angry with God because He doesn't perform for them the way He thinks, the way they think He should. I pastored, it's my 22nd year, and if I can tell you anything I know, God never works the way you think He's going to. I've given Him some of the most brilliant plans you've ever seen in your life. He ain't used a one of them, not a one of them. He is not interested In your ability. He wants your availability. And I'm amazed at this. Those that are so held in on their ability are never available for God to use. I'm amazed at that. But we find, when are you real? What makes a Christian real? When you do right. When your greatest desires are taken away. Never made. Number three. Number three, what makes a Christian real? When you make right decisions in advance and you stay with it no matter the cost. These young people around here, praise God they're here. Now they ought to be making some decisions for their life. You young ladies ought to be making some decisions right now. Right now. Well, I ain't got no boyfriend. Don't wait till you get the young man. Don't wait. Start now. Question number one. Do you know Jesus? Are you saved? And and by the way, uh, you can prove that you say well uh, 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 he he goes to church Uh, devil goes to church I'm saying does he saved have him convince you that he knows your God before you fall in love with a devil because there is a fine line between love and hate real fine Telling him, "Oh my goodness, make right decisions in advance. Now, make some right decisions right now, and then don't change them, no matter the cost, no matter the cost." Oh, you say, "But, but uh, you know, uh, goodness, we're too wishy-washy." The Bible says, "And Daniel purposed in his heart." They would not defile himself. Now, when did he purpose himself? When he was in Babylon? When I was bringing pork chops and ribs smothered in barbecue sauce? When I was bringing that to the. Is that when he purposed? Oh, no. 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 I. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going go. to get me killed. Y'all purpose some things. Now. Right now. And then, don't change or move no matter the cost. Daniel knew the reality of these people. He watched them as they took the city. But he also knew this. He done purposed in his heart some things that, that's not going to happen. I love this. Some of you young people, you need a purpose now. Well, I don't. Do they still? Do do young people still park? Do you even know what that means? (laughs) I I love this. When when I started dating Darlene, I love this. She looked at me. She said, "Now listen, we ain't parking." (laughs) I said, "What's wrong with that?" She said, "Nothing. We ain't parking." And the only place we parked was in the front yard of her mom and dad's house. And had a stupid mommy and I flipping light on and off. until they made time to get in the house. I can't believe that. And the closer we got to getting married, she said, you tell, you tell Jerry that when he drives up, you'll just come on in the house and stay here in the living room. I mean, she didn't trust me worth a bit. I don't blame her. I wouldn't have either. John Huss. The Bohemian reformer believed the Word of God to be infallible and in the supreme authority in all matters. And for that stand, he was burned at the stake in Constance, Germany, on his 42nd birthday. They said, If you'll re- renounce your faith, he said, We'll not light the fire. Here's his last words What I taught with my lips, I seal with my lips blood. Now I'm not going to lie to you, must be very honest, doing right may cost you. may cost you a boyfriend. But are you listening? It'll cost you a whole lot of tears. It may cost you a boyfriend now, but you won't be shedding a whole lot of tears down the road. It may cost you a girlfriend. And I mean, you may, you may shed some tears. I, I, don't, I don't make a lot of this, this, this love, you know, it's all puppy love. Well, mine wasn't puppy love. I love that woman. It may cost you some tears, but it's easier to shed them now than it is 15, 20 years of somebody that wasn't right. It may cost you a job. I'm, I'm just weary with this. I'm so weary with this statement. Well, ask God, you can't find a job. we got to do this. Can I help you? Can I help you? You know what you just said? You just said God's not able. I'd like to introduce you to my God. He is. No matter the cost, do right, do right. Well, I feel, I want to tell you something, your feelings are about as fickle and as crazy as anything. What you need to do is get a hold of this book and do right. Do right. You say, well, well, I'm just not sure I believe that. Why won't we just ask some folks? Let's ask Lot. Lot, was it worth it to go down into Sodom? He said, oh, no, 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 a thousand times no. I lost my family. I lost my family. David? David, can, can I ask you a question? That, that five minutes with Bathsheba, was it worth it, David? David, was it worth it? Well, no, no, a thousand times no. He said, you, you, you don't, oh, I see him as his head drops, and he said, I've seen the blade of that sword come through my house. God said the sword would never leave. And I see it every time I walk in the doors. No, it's not worth it. Oh, Mr. Young Ruler, you got all this money. Is it worth it? Oh, no. It's most likely in hell. Mr. Rich Man. Mr. Rich Man. House on the Hill. Ten Mercedes Harley Davidson's boats, all of it. Is it worth it? One split second. The Bible says, In hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, and cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, from i in his flame. It ain't worth it. What makes a Christian real? Number four when our disposition is as good as our position. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself, verse number eight, with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he, he went in and he told him, this is what I'm going to do. I'm taking a stand and you people can just go. Just, no, I just take a stand. I'm standing for something and I'm gonna butcher everybody I can while I'm doing it. I'm mad about this thing anyway. Is that what he done? Good news from all the men. Don't even write that way. He requested. He requested. We are at times the worst enemy to Christianity in how we act. I'm a Christian. My position. I know Jesus as my Savior. I'm as arrogant and honory and hateful and I don't care. You just you just you mess up something and I'm going to let you have it. I don't care what. You, you are the worst. You are the worst. You do more damage. I went to a restaurant and uh, I knew the young lady that came. She come to our table and she said, uh, talk to her a little bit. I said, well, listen, are you in church anywhere? In a few minutes, in a few minutes, she straightened up and she said, Can I tell you, she said the most wickedest, most arrogant, the most hurtful, the most hateful, People we deal weak and any week in this restaurant is a church people. Said they come in, they're demanding, they're hateful, they're hurtful, and then when they get mad, they pitch us a quarter like we've done them a favor. And she stomped off and I'm standing there going I love this. She came back and she was weeping. And she said, I am I am so sorry. She said, you have never treated me that way and you didn't deserve what I just said. I said, no ma'am. I said, I'm sorry. Church folks, I'll not be that way. He requested, sir, sir, we're Jews and sir, we can't eat them pork chops. We can't eat them ribs. Sir we can't drink that wine. But sir, sir, if you just bring us some pulse and some water, that that'd be all we need. Now that man that's over them, the master of the eunuchs, he had the authority right there, right then. He could have motioned for a couple soldiers and they took them four boys' heads off right there. He had the authority of the king to do that. They didn't tolerate rebellion. I said they didn't tolerate rebellion. And that man said, Son, you just don't understand. I said, In three years, I'm going to have to march you up before the king. And if you don't, if you don't look like you're fat and sassy and, and healthy and all this good stuff, he said, "I'm going to tell you what's the truth. The king's going to have my head. He'll kill me." And 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 you don't understand, King. If I, I mean, you know, son, son, you don't understand. If we we don't do this, we don't do this. I, I mean, we're going to be in be in trouble. See, I, I know some Christians like John chapter. Like the crowd in John chapter 8. John went up to the Mount of Jesus went to the Mount of Olives and early in the morning he came into the temple and all the people came unto him.